fuck it. Like I can actually just watch Riverdale. Like it's currently right. airing in a show I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I started binging it. And I this is my favorite season they've done since season one. Amazing. Um, it makes no sense. Like no, not does. a lick, not a lick does. of sense. Like the way they wrap up the videotape plot of season four <laughs> is almost a joke. <laughs> like it, it it's comical how they wrap that up. And then just like fast forwarding, the acting in it has gotten, I can't tell if it's worse or more (laughs) self-aware. You know, like when the gossip girl, like- Like less effort or more awareness, it's hard to tell. Yeah, like I'm like, do you know you're on a bad show? So now you're just playing it like a soap opera. Like they act the scenes like they got them the day before. (laughs) And I know that's not the case. Like this is like a very high budget- show but the it's it's insane they like hosted a key party where like you know everyone comes put their keys in the back skit and like did it but it's but it's like just and then we can get to pitches and I'll stop doing it because it's just Archie Veronica Veronica's husband Chadwick Cheryl Tony who are not together in season five Kevin Joaquin Betty Jughead and then a new girl that you haven't met that's it they just like really kept in the family they, that's it also that's I was like okay. isn't this like a key party for me like the only married couple is Veronica uh-huh. and her husband's like not I was like how the fuck is this happening like I'm the same age as them right like they're supposed right. to be what a year or two younger than us yeah. and I was like never in my life have my single friends gone to a key party no. just hook up with each other right oh right. and Reggie was there like why the elaborate ruse right yeah Reggie was there because he had to kiss I don't know and then some trucker some guy trucker the the mystery of Riverdale is good like the there's like pro like women of the night going missing or something I don't want to say prostitutes because I don't really know if they're prostitutes or like dancers or they are in the they work in the bar scene and are late at night but those girls are going missing so like that part of it, I have no clue what's going on and feels like an old school mystery. Whereas like they've just made their high school selves now do things that they think adults do, but is not true. It's like they're writing fanfic every episode. I mean, they were children acting like adults to begin with. So it's confusing that they, they don't just keep doing that. And then now it's just age appropriate. Can I tell you one mini spoiler, but I won't tell you any context around it. Veronica makes money of herself for the town of Riverdale to help with inflation. No. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, (sighs) oh my God. What? Like, I was like, this is Monopoly money. Yes. I don't know. Great season overall. It's like, you know how people, um, it's like not, I don't know. Like, I was going to say how people will, like, vote, and they're, like, I'm socially liberal, but fiscally responsible, like, mm-hmm. repu- I feel like Riverdale writers are, like, we're <laughs> plot heavy, but, like, sto- or, like, we're storyline heavy, but plot doesn't make sense. Like, they can't <laughs> do both. They're, like, the Republican Party of TV shows. Like, <laughs> they have, like, the social issues, fine, and not really that great, and then, like, the big budget, like, s- crime stuff, they're, like, we've got that under control. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no everything else doesn't make sense and they like wrote in the actress who plays tony's pregnancy but like then they just pretended like she wasn't pregnant but she's like nine months pregnant for i don't know like eight episodes 
And then she was like, well, I should probably say that I'm pregnant. And we we're like, you know, shit. Like, we're like, aware, girl. And she's like, well, here's what we're doing with the baby. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, it was so stupid. They held it like a big secret. And it was like, yeah, no, no, duh. Yikes. Yikes. But, this was no Peggy pregnancy where nobody knew. Oh, the best. I'm Sophie and I'm Maddie and welcome to single best scene this is a special pitch episode this week Maddie is going to pitch us a show Maddie what are you pitching I am I am I am pitching the HBO phenomenon that is Barry so (laughs) so have you watched any heard any what is your experience with Barry do you have um I mean it is the show with Bill Hader right yep that is it that's all I know. Okay. So Bill Hader plays this guy named Barry, shockingly. Wow. And he is a former Marine turned hitman who lives in the Midwest and is taking like odd jobs from his like dad's old friend who is helping him, you know, get by because he's such bad PTSD from the war. Mm-hmm. He gets a hit for um, a mark. I guess, you know, that's what they call them down in Los Angeles who is who the guy has been sleeping with a mobster's wife so he has to fly down to Los Angeles this is the the you know setup he has to fly down to Los Angeles and kill this guy and then he's gonna go back to the Midwest I think it's like I don't know Indiana or something Mm -hmm. while he's in Los Angeles he like stumbled he's like tracing his mark whatever stumbles upon the fact that he is actually um a improv student in acting (laughs) And Barry like follows him into the class trying to, you know, get like a feel on what he does and um, eventually falls in love with improv. So half of the show is struggling actors and actresses in Los Angeles who are extremely self-absorbed, who are like the definition of what you think of when you think of struggling actor or actress with like this loony teacher. And then the other half of the show follows Barry with, and he's in, you know, he's, he like changed his last name. So now he's Barry Block when he's an actor. And then he's Barry Berkman when he's a hitman. And he is killing the like Chechnyan mobster. Like he is now working for them as their hitman because he stays in Los Angeles because he wants to quit being a hitman and be an actor. And they were in his, his like trainer was like, no, like you can't like just quit being a hitman. Like you're, you're a hitman now. Like I promised your dad, you know, we would take care of you. Oh. So Fuchsia's is his name. Um, so that is like the, the setup for the show. Um, it premiered in March of 2018, two seasons have aired with each episode. They're only eight episodes, 30 minute episodes, super easy, short watch. The third season has been renewed and they've already written the fourth season. I don't really know what that wording means. I saw it on the internet and like, I was like, so did they, the third has been renewed and they wrote the fourth in hopes or is it fourth and final? And they have, you know, like right it set out um mm. i'm not exactly sure it's considered a dark comedy which yeah it's a hitman sure. who wants to be an improv it's like yeah. so funny because he like hides in the shadows and then it like will show him like going on stage and like doing these dramatic monologues and like yeah. he's bad like he's bad at improv <laughs> like he's a bad actor except for when he's not acting um so 
I did like the like way that they described the show, which was a dark comedy, comedy drama, crime, and a tragic comedy, which I had never seen tragic I've comedy never seen before. That. What? Wikipedia describes it as a literary genre that blends aspects of both tragic and comedic forms. Isn't that just a drama? Yeah, it's like a dramedy, but this for some reason falls under a tragic, a tragic comedy. Um, so it was created by Alec Berg and Bill Hader. Um, so Bill Hader obviously plays the, the main character in this. And then it has Steven Root, Sarah Goldberg, Glenn Flesher, Anthony Corgan, who plays a character named Noho Hank, who is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him. Like, he is insane and so fucking funny. Um, and then Henry Winkler. There are a few guest stars. The two or three that I knew were Kirby Howell Baptiste, who is a British actress. And she was in The Good Place and Veronica Mars, the fourth season of Veronica Mars. So I had seen it from mm-hmm. that. Darcy Carden from The Good Place. But she, I think is one of, like, I think she's like the up and coming actress. Like, I think she'll be, like, continue to be in a ton of stuff. She was Bill Hader's nanny and like came in and read for the role when he was like I like what like one like you want to do this too like you could have called me like you know what I mean like she came in and read for it and auditioned and she's so fucking funny and she's one of the improv students I love her and then randomly Jesse Hodges is in it and I only know her because she's married to Beck Bennett from SNL Mm. so whenever they did like the SNL at home I was like oh that's the girl from Barry (laughs) Um, so critically, I would say that the show is very well received. I am a Rotten Tomatoes fan. So the season one got 98% certified fresh mm-hmm. with season two getting 100% certified fresh. They say that the follow-up season, because you, know, you were just talking um, in, a, in a pitch that aired about like the kind of sophomore slump of shows, mm-hmm. which you and I have talked about probably a lot on and off the pod where it's like they work and sell this pilot and they're like that's awesome we're gonna air it okay then you need to start shooting season two in September and it's like cool 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 I've like spit all of the like all this time writing eight episodes and I've read another eight in a month but this they say like Barry follows up a pitch perfect debut with a second season that balances out darkness and comedy while steering clear of anti-hero overindulgence because that's the other thing they do really well is it doesn't um it's not like he's like a Walter White or like a Breaking Bad or a Pablo Escobar where you're like, really? Mm-hmm. Like you're rooting for him to not get caught. At least I was because I I wanted to see like his acting career. Like yeah. it's not like you, like, and he doesn't want to kill. So that also is like kind of funny and an interesting um, aspect to it. Also like Bill Hader is like the last person I would ever um, think is a contract killer, which they definitely play into. That's amazing. Like the cops, like, oh, not you. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. how could it be you? Right, right. Because he like kills the guy in his improv class. So then they're like, y'all were the last people to see him alive. No. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God. It's a little bit, and I do emphasize a little bit because there's the context and background I understand are not the same, but there is a, a gag in. Uh, a black lady sketch show which have you seen it Mm-mm. okay I keep yelling it from the rooftops everyone needs to watch it nobody's seen it it's so funny it's on HBO um I should be pitching that but <laughs> <laughs> uh there's a gag where they have just like you know 
your average looking black girl like is a murderer or she's I don't know if she's murdering but she's definitely doing crimes uh-huh and like the joke is like nobody sees her because like like it's a, oh, yeah. like a societal joke right like, yeah it's like oh I, like the security guy doesn't even like look up when she walks by because like he's whatever like watching his phone or whatever and he's like oh she wouldn't do anything like whatever like it, it, it's like a societal comment but it's um somewhat adjacent as far as like well not you yeah yeah where you're like <laughs> it couldn't, it couldn't have been possibly you. <laughs> um I was listening to a podcast recently where they were it was like a they were talking about their acting career and it, I can't even think of the girl's name her name is like Mary Ellen or whatever and Travis Schultz was the other guy that was in the interview and he he was like you always get like the interesting like crime procedural things I always get like definite killer for like act one and then by commercial break it's like too obvious and I definitely didn't do it and you always play like soccer mom who's just nervous who ends up being the murderer at the end and she was like I have played a many like soccer mom nervous breakdowns and I thought that was so interesting they like get typecast as like I'm the obvious looking bad guy and you're the actual bad guy uh, like we're playing into our own tropes because even watching Barry um I I, I like really was hesitant to starting it, even though he had won awards for it, because I was like, I just don't believe that Bill Hader can, can play that, right? Like he's Stefan or he's like the love interest in the Amy Schumer movie or like, I love Bill Hader. So I was like, there's just no way he can play like a, a murderer. And so they do a really good job of like the first time he has to do like a gun murder scene. Like he becomes a different person like his stature changes like he did a really good job acting in it which mm. kind of goes into my next um section on my little template here which is awards because he won an emmy for outstanding lead actor in a comedy series in 2018 and 2019 mm. which are the only two years the show has been on like yeah. eligible for it um they also won the writers guild of america award for best new series in 2019 the Satellite Award for Best Actor, actor for, um, for him in 2019 for Bill. He won the Critics' Choice Award in 2019 and 2020 for comp- Best Actor in a Comedy Series. Henry Winkler won in 2018 for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. Um, he won the Critics' Choice for that as well, Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series. It won the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Comedy again in 2019. I guess I, for Best Comedy Series. It won Best New Series in 2019, Best Comedy Series in 2020. And it won a fucking Peabody Award. Wow. For entertainment, which I was like, when I was reading that, I was like, like I like fact checked all of those because I was like, there's no way that they won all of these awards, you know? Right. But alas, they did. These SNL boys are like getting their, their time in the sun, you know? Right. Jason Sudeikis is winning for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. He's winning for Barry. Um, so after he won his second Emmy for it, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give Barry a chance. We have a mutual friend, Kendall. And he had told me that he loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I was, which his taste in TV shows are a hit or a miss. Like I will not mm-hmm. give him full credit. He takes my suggestions well, but doesn't always suggest the best shows back to me. Um, I couldn't really, didn't really dig it, whatever. Then whenever I was stuck at my parents' house for two and a half weeks over Christmas, mm-hmm. um, I just knew it was a show that my dad would watch with me. Like it was like an easy, like yeah. it wasn't cheesy. And he hates when I put on sitcoms. 
Um, and so we watched both seasons in three days. And I remember we sat down to start season two, like the second day or the third day. And he was like, this show just like really isn't bingeable. And I was like, we're done. Like we, <laughs> we, we started this yesterday and we have one episode left and you're saying like, we're going to wait 22 minutes until dinner. Like every, everybody else at this house is going to wait so that we can watch it. Like this is fucking bingeable as hell. And he was like, oh yeah, I guess it is bingeable. And I was like, and you like it. Right. And he was like, yeah, no, I really like it. Or I wouldn't have like stayed, you know, we also all had COVID. So it wasn't like he could have gone anywhere else, but he could have gone to another room or, you know, asked me to turn it off. Right. Right. Um, so like, I, like I said, I wouldn't say that the pilot is, it's a good episode when you like, it's kind of like uh, Mad Men in a way where as I was watching it, I didn't love it. But then upon rewatch, I was like, okay, this is a lot better mm. once you kind of know the players in the game. And, and once you can buy Bill Hader as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say he's the biggest thing that's great about it. I love the side. I love the Chechnyan gang, like the, the mobsters and the gangs in it are very, very fucking funny. Like there's a whole bit where he like, like the mobster Noho Hank wants to let the bolt the some other gang know that he is going to murder them. So he mails a bullet, but then gets the tracking number and it's DHL and it's going behind. So he makes Barry wait until it says delivered. Mm-hmm. The bullet's been delivered. Like there's this whole bit, like it's like that type of humor where you're like just fucking like. Just it's kill them like, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine where like the villains are funny yes it's like Brooklyn Nine-Nine except uh the stakes are a little bit higher okay. obviously yeah it's like yeah like if Judge Judy actually murdered people instead of just being uh, the Pontiac uh, bandit sure 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 uh like if every actor which this would be my worst nightmare was like Sterling K. Brown mm, god um and like I, they do a really good job of like it's kind of sad too because he doesn't want to be doing this and he's got extreme PTSD like it's you kind of feel for him and his he like starts a relationship with one of the girls and her storyline in season one I was like god this girl is so fucking annoying like shut up you blonde you know what I mean like she's like the Uh typical like blonde struggling action actress or whatever and in season two I I really enjoyed her storyline and it just like the show kept getting better which I wasn't expecting at all Mm -hmm. um so if you loved Killing Eve, The Last Man on Earth, which I am currently watching, and if I was any farther in, would be pitching today. I've already pitched it to Sophie <laughs> off air. Um, Fleabag or Curb Your Enthusiasm, you will like this show. And I would say stick with it until episode four, which I know is half of the first season, but that's only like two hours. So I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Because if I would have watched past episode two, I wouldn't have stopped. Because uh, they do really interesting, like, dream sequences. It's a very, very interesting show. And after finishing it, I'm not surprised by the awards it won. Whereas before, I was like, what the fuck is Barry? <laughs> like, every time Bill Hader won, I was like, what? Like, Barry's <laughs> winning this? Like, what the hell is the show? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, stick with it. I think that you'll, I think our audience would love it. And it's, I mean, I don't really know how many different ways I can just say. It's like a very interesting take on a, kind of overused genre with the anti-hero because mm-hmm. you're rooting for him regardless of his actions whereas I feel like the other anti-hero shows that were really popular between like 2008 and 2015 you were rooting for them like despite like you were rooting for them because of their actions right like 
nobody would have watched Breaking Bad if it was just about a scientist. Like Walter White is very boring, but once he became a drug dealer and a drug a kingpin, I think that's when people liked it. Same with like Succession, we're like rooting for them because they're fucking terrible. Whereas Barry, you're like rooting for him because you like want him to get better. Like you're rooting for like the person, not like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't enjoy it because he's a bad guy. Like, I think I would like right. it even if it was just about the improv or just about the thing. Like they've done a really good job of blending A plot and B plot. And that like, regardless of which one is the primary focus of the episode, I enjoy it the same amount of, the same exact amount. Oh, well, that's very impressive. Yep. So that's Barry. That's Barry for you. Amazing. A quick, a quick little pitch on everyone's non-existent, non-existent commute. I hope you enjoyed my breakdown of why you should watch Barry on HBO. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, as always, if you decide to watch this show because of Maddie's pitch, let us know some way or another. <laughs> and next week, I believe I will be pitching. And well, thank you. Well. So we hope to see you guys then. And uh, is that anything else, Mads? No, that's it. Just let us know. Yeah, on the on the Instagram. And don't forget, guys, if you write a review, we will mail you a sticker. Yes. So head on over to Apple, write us a, re- a review. If you watched the show because of the pitch, if you watched the show because you wanted to hear our episode, I've had a few people text me and say they're re-watching Mad Men because of it. Actually, a friend of the pod, Andy. If we could just copy and paste those texts, right? Uh, just like screenshots into. But our friend Andy from Gossip Guys and now the Naked Man podcast, which came out, he DM'd me saying that our podcast is making him want to rewatch Mad Men. So let us know. We'd love to hear it, but preferably on a public platform that we can share. Right. Yeah. That would be amazing. So, all right, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.